find ourselves living in this delusion village. We have more data at our fingertips than ever before. And yet data is not enough. Our computational powers are painting ever more intricate pictures of an increasingly dire situation. We have the most powerful divination tools known to human history. The question is whether we will choose to digest that data into wisdom. A paragraph from Sam Barlow from a book called The Mystic in the Machine, The Tao of Computation. This is from the Bijak, the treasure of Kabir. Delusion filled the three worlds. Delusion everywhere. Kabir says, and he's thought about it, you live in Delusion Village. This reading comes from the focus of today's program, the Anurag Sagar, Kabir's Ocean of Love. Who can release us from Kal, the false god of time, the Gnostic Demiurge? Brother, I don't see anyone who can release us at the end time, except one whom I will describe, loving whom your purpose will be served. The Satguru is the only one who can get us released. Believe this as true. What does the Satguru do? Defeating Kal, he takes the soul to the motionless plane where Satparush, the Supreme Being, is. Reaching there, one finds infinite happiness and is freed from coming back to this world. In this delusion village, don't let your mind be occupied or hijacked. I notice that in the world of social media, the esoteric, Gnostic, and spiritual-seeking populations are often being eaten alive by the Niagara Falls, by the peddlers of useless information, gushing constantly. The alt-gnostic, if there really can be such a thing, endless conspiracy theories, self-sabotaging thoughts that discourage one from developing a serious spiritual practice outdated pro-meat notions about diet dating back to 19th century European esoterica or occult societies that think they're Gnostic and call themselves Gnostic as if they really are. A Gnosticism that's not about Gnosis. Meditation not about going within. So little time unfortunate that the Archon rulers of this matrix asylum of illusion seem to be so successful 
so successful at occupying minds. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. Therefore, it's an important spiritual principle for us to be the guardians of our thoughts and choose wisely those who would be major influences in our lives. Delusion filled the three worlds, says Kabir. Delusion everywhere. You live in Delusion Village. Jewels and stones fill the world. A rare one tests them. The tester is greater than the jewel. So very rare. Kabir says that one should keep oneself in the sacred company of saints and sages as it leaves a tremendous impact on one's life. This will take away ignorance and one will be benefited by the true knowledge imparted by saints and sages. I.e. all the improper and impure deeds performed by someone due to their ignorance will be set right by the teachings imparted by the saints. A paragraph from the Saki Granth of Guru Kabir. This is from Kabir Bhajan Amritam. The soul becomes dyed with the color of its thoughts. Kabir says, I know myself by being absorbed in the color of my real self. When I realize myself being absorbed in the color of love, people say that Kabir is mad. The ignorant do not recognize the color of God's love that has colored the entire world. Says Kabir, that color never vanishes and I am absorbed completely in that immortal color of God's love. Coming up in the near future on Spiritual Awakening Radio, a vegetarian Jesus at the beginning of Christianity, and a program called The Vegetarian Gospels of the Ebionites. A kind of two-part series, actually. Greatly expanding... Greatly expanding upon previous programs on the subject. Based on a new booklet I have, which is really an attempt to compile in one single document more references than ever before on the vegetarianism of the Jesus movement, the biblical basis for vegetarianism, documenting the vegetarianism of Jesus, apostles, John the Baptist, early Christianity, lots of different texts, many of which people have never heard of before greatly expanding on previous programs in the past on the subject. I've spent a number of days editing a booklet 
on this topic for the benefit of those open to learning something new about the Judeo-Christian tradition. And there'll be a program on the origins of Sant'Mat and more in this Anurag Sagar series I'm planning. Today is the beginning of a new series of Satsang programs, a topic we'll come back to again and again and again. Satsang programs based on lineage clarity, having a big picture view, being mindful of the whole lineage of masters directly related to contemporary Santmont, a subject I enjoy researching thoroughly, a lifelong quest, really. This includes the poetry of Sant Darya Sahib, Guru Kabir, Kabir-related literature, including the Anurag Sagar, Saki Granth, Brahm Nairupan, the Bijak, Bhajans of Sant Dharam Das, Sat Sahib, Darya Sahib of Bihar, Sant Tulsi Sahib, and the more recent masters that emanate from Sant Tulsi Sahib. Lineage Clarity Seeing the whole lineage of masters from the time of Kabir to the present as one very special family tree, a topic that I come to again and again, being mindful of the whole lineage, lineage clarity, focused on the rich spiritual heritage of the poetry and prose of all the masters, directly related to contemporary Santmat and Radhaswami, Suratshab Yoga inner light and sound meditation. Kabir, Sant Dharamdas and the Anurag Sagar, India's Gnostic Gospel, the most Gnostic of any Indian scripture and sacred text today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Sant Kabir lived during the 15th century, raised near Benares, India by Muslim parents. Kabir was a weaver, a simple and unlettered man, who earned his living at the loom. It is out of the heart of the common life that he sings his rapturous lyrics of divine love. Kabir is an Islamic name popular in the Muslim world. It's one of the 99 names of Allah mentioned in the Quran meaning the greatest. Kabir means the greatest. Today in the world, Kabir has over 25 million fans or devotees, probably more than that, in various Kabir Panth and Sant lineages. He's loved by Sikhs, Hindus, and Muslims alike. Some in the West in recent years have read Robert Bly's translations or paraphrases. Kabir even has a following in the West these days. Kabir's hymns are still sung in the satsangs of various spiritual paths, or satsangs all over India and around the world. 
Kabir is everyone's universal saint. Kabir was a master or sat guru of Surat Shab Yoga, a founding guru of Sant Mat and Kabir Panth. Kabir was a musician and poet of Narguna Bhakti, love and devotion for the one formless God, the true Ram. Kabir was a great teacher of Eastern Gnosis, Gnosticism or mysticism. He was a peacemaker between Hindus and Muslims, a social reformer in India who denounced the caste system with the viciousness of a prophet Ezekiel or Jeremiah. Thought of by many in Islam to be a Sufi master or Murshid, believed by Hindus to be one of the greatest poet mystics and Vaishnava devotees or Bhaktas in the history of India. Considered a Bhagat by the Sikhs, many of his hymns are included in the Sri Guru Granth Sahib or Adi Granth, the Sikh scriptures of India. Kabir grew up quite influenced by Nath and the Nath Yogis. And the Nath Yogis of northern India in turn were influenced by Tantric Buddhism. Kabir's spirituality is a blend of prim and bhakti, love and devotion for the beloved Lord, the one God. Ek Unkar, one God. And mystical soul travel, experiences of a visionary and auditory nature, inner light and sound meditation. Kabir, in other words, represented a combination of love and devotion and otherworldly mysticism combined together as one. A love for the beloved that may be in the body but extends into the astral plane, the causal plane, mental plane, the self naked in its own state journeying back to Satchkhand or Satlok, the true eternal timeless realm beyond time, beyond mind, and beyond matter. Kabir's love for the beloved extends to all states of consciousness, the waking state, the dream state, the deep sleep state, and spiritual states of consciousness, all the way back to heaven again. The Anurag Sagar, Guru Kabir's Ocean of Love, is one of many sacred texts composed and used by the Dharam Dasi branch of Kabir Panth and Santmat, the Sant Dharam Das line of masters. The Anurag Sagar is a volume, one single volume of many volumes, from something known as the Kabir Sagar. Kabir's Ocean, the Ocean of Kabir, a collection of several Hindi language volumes devoted to the teachings of Guru Kabir and Sant Dharam Das. Typically, these documents are in the same type of format as the Anurag Sagar, a kind of dialogues gospel between master and disciple, 
between Kabir and Sant Dharam Das, a Kabir catechism or Q&A session, a conversation between master and disciple. Russell Perkins writes in his introduction to the English language translation of the Anurag Sagar published by Sant Bani Ashram, the alert reader of Swamiji's Sarbachan, Radha Swami, or the books of Sant Kripal Singh, will notice many points of contact. Tulsi Sahib devoted a major portion of one of his principal books to a detailed commentary on certain aspects of the Anurag Sagar. Baba Jamal Singh considered it to be the most authoritative book on the teachings of the Masters. As the following account by his disciple and successor Huzur Baba Sawan Singh shows, On the fourth day I went to attend Satsang, Babaji, in other words Baba Jamal Singh, was at that time explaining the meaning of the Japji, Guru Nanak's morning prayer. I started my volley of questions, so much so that the audience got tired and began to feel restless at the large number of questions I had put. Now he wanted to point out the way, but I had read Vedanta. When I read Gurbani, my opinion was different. When I read the Gita, my opinion was again different, and I was unable to come to a decision. At last I applied for eight days' leave to enable me to study the teachings of Babaji. He advised me to read Kabir Sahib's Anurag Sagar. I immediately ordered eight copies of this book from Bombay, so I could also give some copies to my friends. After several conferences with Babaji, Baba Jamal Singh, says Sawan Singh, I was thoroughly convinced and received initiation from him. On the 15th day of October in 1894, that Baba Sawan Singh continued to hold the Anurag Sagar in high regard after he became master, is shown by the following account written by one of his secretaries. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh one day told Seth Vasudev, whose car is always at Hazur's disposal, that he should read Kabir Sahib's Anurag Sagar, The Ocean of Intense Love. Hazur said that without studying it, one cannot fully understand the difference between Kal, the negative power, and Dayal Mat, the path of the true and merciful God. Nor can one fully grasp the teachings of Santmat. That's a very powerful statement of Huzur Baba Sawan Singh. Quoted in the introduction to the English language translation of The Ocean of Love the Anurag Sagar, published in 1982 by Sant Bani Ashram of Sanbornton, New Hampshire, USA. Now this book is online for free as a downloadable PDF file. You can read it online. 
turn on the audiobook feature and have it read to you. We have it easy these days with some great books. Many great books of Sant'Mod are appearing on the web. If you'd like to receive a link to the Anurag Sagar online, send me an email or a text message. I'll be happy to send you a link to the Anurag Sagar, the ocean of love. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com james at spiritualawakeningradio.com or a text can be sent to this number 508-603-9381 After the break, more background on the Anurag Sagar and then we will delve into the spiritual teachings of the Anurag Sagar. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned for more after these messages. Sagar, Kabir's Ocean of Love, India's Most Gnostic Scripture, today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Scholars speak of early influences upon the Sant tradition of India. One is most definitely Sufism, Sufi poetry, poets like Hafiz, Bula Shah, Sultan Bahu and Rumi are very popular in Santmat. Sufism, in turn, was greatly influenced by Syriac Christian mysticism, Gnosticism, Neoplatonism, and Pythagoreanism. Add a pinch of Hermetic philosophy to that soup as well. Santmat was also influenced by Tantric Buddhism and Vaishnava Bhakti. I sometimes speculate that there might have been another influence as well in the mix of history. There used to be Manichaean Gnostics living in India, followers of the prophet Mani. I wonder if Dharamdas was in touch with a few of them, if they were an influence in his life. Charumani was the name he gave to his son and eventual spiritual successor, Charumani Nam. Dharamdas's son's name had the word Mani in it. The Dharamdas Kabir Sagar Anurag Sagar material is the most Gnostic, the most Manichaean of any category of Santmat literature. The whole Manichaean struggle between Sat Purush and Kal, the positive and negative powers, the good light and the darkness, the forces of the timeless versus the archons of time. One wonders, did Dharamdas know a few Manichaeans, followers of Mani? The Gospel according to the Anurag Sagar, 
the ocean of love. Who can release us from calm, the negative power? Brother, I don't see anyone who can release us at the end time, except one, whom I will describe, loving whom your purpose will be served. The Satguru is the only one who can get us released. Believe this as true. What does the Satguru do? Defeating Kal, he takes the soul to the motionless plane where Sat Purush, the Supreme Being, is. Reaching there, one finds infinite happiness and is freed from coming back to this world. Kabir says this after reflection, only the brave one who does this can achieve the Beloved. The following is from the Magla Charon, the hem of God's grace at the beginning of the Anurag Sagar. First of all, I salute the Satguru, who showed me the inconceivable God, who, lighting the lamp of the Master's knowledge and opening the veil, made me have his darshan, made me have his vision. With Master's grace, I have achieved him, to achieve whom scholars worked very hard. His form cannot be described. His soul is the nectar in which I have absorbed myself. Gurudev is perfect. The Master is an ocean of grace. He showers grace on the miserable ones. Rare are those who know his secret. He manifests himself in those who recognize him. Who deserves it? Only the connoisseur who will test the Shabda and listen to the teachings with full attention and within whom these teachings will dwell. Only he will understand this. He within whom the Son of Knowledge will manifest and remove the darkness of attachment. Only He will understand this. I am telling you this Anurag Sagar, this ocean of love, only rare saints will understand. Without love, one cannot achieve it. Any learned saint who thinks over my words and has love in his heart will achieve Nirvana. The Signs of a Lover Dharm Das said, O Satguru, folding my hands, I beg you, please clear up this doubt of mine. How do I recognize the one within whom love manifests? What does a lover look like? Without love, the jiva soul cannot be liberated. O oh my God, tell me about that love. At the end of the Granth, near the end of the Anurag Sagar, it says, By speaking the Anurag Sagar Granth, I have explained to you the secret of the inaccessible. I have described the drama of Sat Parush and the deception of Kal. Only the connoisseurs will understand 
the ways of living and the word of discrimination. One who will accept the word after testing it will know the path to the inaccessible. Having faith in the Master's feet and becoming firm in the devotion of true Nam or Sat Nam, one should act like a Sant or a Sati who burns her body for her husband. The Satguru is the undecaying and immortal husband who never destroys. I say this by the evidence of Shabda. One who accepts the immortal one becomes immortal. The soul who has hope from the saint goes to the immortal plane. O Dharamdas, awaken your mind and remain absorbed at the feet of the Satguru. Keep the mind, the honeybee, in the beautiful lotus feet of the Satguru and keep your attention at the feet of the Master. Only then will you reach your permanent home. The union of Surat and Shabda. When one gets Shabda, he reaches the realm of the saints. It is the play of the drop and the ocean. What else can one say? What else can one say? Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, Kabir's Ocean of Love, a spiritual classic known as the Anurag Sagar, India's most Gnostic scripture, a Gnostic gospel of India. Some thoughts about the origin of the Anurag Sagar, the Ocean of Love, and of the contemporary path of the Masters, or Santmat. I'm not sure when the Anurag Sagar first is quoted by someone in India, which of course would give scholars a clue about a possible date of composition for the book. Knowledge about who actually wrote it has become lost, perhaps even in the Kabir Panth world itself. The people of the Anurag Sagar the Dharam Dasis. And knowledge about the origins and date of composition have never really been known by later Santmat paths. And fans of the book reading it many centuries later. So some might read it and just take it all literally, like they do with the book of Genesis or other older scriptures. One of the many downsides of literalism reading the Anurag Sagar literally, they might assume that Kabir is the author of the Anurag Sagar. But we know that Kabir was not a writer. Other disciples wrote down what he said. 
Kabir was a composer of hymns, and others learned those hymns and communicated them on, wrote them down. Kabir is not a writer, so the Anurag Sagar was most definitely not written by Kabir. One might make the case that the Anurag Sagar was composed by Sant Dharamdas. That's certainly a possibility. The Anurag Sagar, however, is fairly late in composition, I suspect, in relation to the time when Kabir was alive. As it sums up the message of Kabir from the perspective of a very well-developed tradition, and one rather informed by other collections of Kabir texts, such as the Bijak. So really, the Anurag Sagar reminds me of a 3rd century AD Gnostic gospel called Pista Sophia, and it's more developed or complex summing up of the meaning of the teachings of Christ, with the clear influence of other earlier gospel material. So, like the Pistis Sophia, the Anurag Sagar, I think, is popular precisely because it does that in the Kabir or Sant world. It sums up the teachings of Kabir, represents a kind of gospel of Kabir, if you will. Written a bit later on, a later period, a few generations after the time of Kabir, summing up the teachings of Kabir and his disciples. The Anurag Sagar, or Ocean of Love, is but one volume of a larger collection, as I mentioned earlier, known as the Kabir Sagar, the Ocean of Kabir, with many more Q&A dialogue catechisms between Kabir the Master and Sant Dharamdas the Disciple. The Dharamdasi Kabir Panth has a vast amount of this Kabir Dharamdas literature, I suspect that the Dharamdasi Kabirpant gurus wrote under the pen name Kabir or channeled the radiant form of Kabir, maybe, over several generations. Only recently, with the publication of the Prakash Mani Gita, did Dharamdasi gurus begin writing under their own name, Huzur Prakash Mani Nam, in that particular case of the book the Prakash Mani Gita, which is a great book, actually, by the way, all about Surat Shab Yoga meditation practice. It's really quite nice. One can see something similar going on in the Adi Granth or Sikh scriptures, though not quite reaching the same level of being anonymous like we find in some of the Kabir literature. Banis by later Sikh gurus are still often using the phrase Onanak, which makes some later compositions seem to the outsider, the uninformed reader not fully acquainted with the text, like they, they might or must be composed by Guru Nanak himself, but in reality come from Guru Arjun Dev or some of the other later Sikh gurus in the Sikh lineage. A better analogy is the example of the Corpus Hermeticum literature of Egypt, books all written over time, over several generations, under the pen name Hermes Trismegistus. They are attributed to Hermes Trismegistus. Unknown hermetic teachers wrote anonymously under the pen name of Hermes. 
That's what I see happening in dozens and scores of books attributed to Kabir. So many books that no one person could possibly have composed them all. The earliest material that may actually date back to the historic Kabir would be the hymns of Kabir, preserved in the Adi Granth, the Sikh scriptures. And a close second would be the Bijak of Kabir. Anurag Sagar has a very different style or voice than those earlier collections of hymns, though one could also hold the view that it's written in the spirit of Kabir, and the sans generally, of course. I agree with others that it's one of the most important of Santmat texts. I also enjoy the wisdom of the Brahm Nairupan, the Saki Granth or Sakis of Kabir, and many other Dharam Das Kabir texts, though I view many of them as being written by other gurus of the Kabir line or disciples of those gurus over many decades or centuries, and not all writings that represent the compositions of one individual, the historic Kabir. The esoteric Santism school of Santmat, the connection between the people of the Anurag Sagar and contemporary Santmat. Though there is no discernible close adjacency between the teachings of Guru Gobind Singh and that of contemporary Santmat, suggesting any direct Guru lineage connection between the Sikh Gurus and Sant Tulsi Sahib or modern day Santmat, scholars such as Professor Mark Jurgensmeyer have noticed that there is a compatibility and closeness between the earlier Kabir Dharamdas line of Gurus the people of the Anurag Sagar text, and contemporary forms of Santmat associated with Tulsi Sahib and the Radhaswami movement. After the break, I want to delve into what those signs are, those compatibilities between the Dharamdas Kabir Panth and the Anurag Sagar text with contemporary Santmat, and why scholars such as Mark Jurgensmeyer link the two together, link contemporary Santmat with this earlier Kabir line of masters. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. Spiritual Awakening Radio, one of the greatest of Sant Mat spiritual classics, India's Gnostic Gospel, a book known as the Anurag Sagar, the Ocean of Love. Before the break, I was providing some background information and mentioned that it's really a mystery, it's really an unknown as to who the author of the Anurag Sagar was or when the book was composed. There are many spiritual classics or scriptures in this category, some parts of the Old Testament, Corpus Hermeticum, Books of Enoch, some of those Gnostic Gospels. And Santmat has other spiritual classics of unknown composition or origin as well. 
So basically it comes down to this. If you are inspired greatly by a book of a master, if for you it is a letter from God, a God-breathed inspiration in your life, then ultimately this all goes back to the beloved, the supreme being. All masters are co-workers in the divine plan. All souls are sparks of the divine or drops from the divine ocean. And so everything ultimately can be traced back to the supreme being and so it's all good wherever these spiritual classics come from it's all good it ultimately represents a level of satsang an opportunity to sit at the feet of the masters to catch some divine wisdom from someone who experienced the divine and that's all that really matters anyway Esoteric Santism is the path described by the Anurag Sagar, a specific school of Santmat that some have called Esoteric Santism. The Esoteric Santism school of Santmat, the connection between the people of the Anurag Sagar and contemporary Santmat. Though there is no discernible close adjacency between the teachings of Guru Gobind Singh and that of contemporary Santmat, as I've mentioned on past programs, suggesting any direct Guru lineage connection between the Sikh Gurus and contemporary Santmat, scholars such as Professor Mark Jurgensmeyer have noticed that there is a compatibility and closeness between the earlier Kabir Dharamdas line of gurus, the people of the Anurag Sagar, and contemporary forms of Santmat and Radhaswami. This distinctly identifiable, more complex style or voice, unique to the Dharamdasi lineage of Satgurus, with its more otherworldly focus on the secrets of inner regions of consciousness and a Gnostic Manichaean struggle between the forces of Kal Naringen, the demiurge or negative power, and the god of love, the timeless positive power. Described by Jurgensmeyer as esoteric Santism, utterly permeates the teachings, mystic poetry, and hymns of Sants such as Sat Sahib, Sat Sahib's disciple and successor, Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, who authored the Ratan Sagar and Padma Sagar. His spiritual master, Darya Sahib of Bihar, authored a book also called Sagar, the Darya Sagar or Ocean of Darya. The teachings of Swamiji Maharaj, Sant Radhaswami Sahib, also have this same style of esoteric Santism. The five name mantra, the Panch Nam, five names, have their home 
can be found in the literature of, and only found, in the teachings of this Kabir line of masters. And so, there are many reasons to connect contemporary Santmat back to the Dharam Das line of masters. As I've written about and spoken about on other programs or podcasts, such as the Santmat Family Tree and the Origins of Santmat, if you'd like to receive links to my Guru lineage charts, I can send those to you. Listen for my email address or text message number. I can send those to you. I can send you my booklet, The Origins of Santmat, delving into the history of this path, where it comes from. All part of my goal to present lineage clarity, to celebrate the origins of the path, to identify the specific gurus over the generations affiliated with it, to collect their writings and give satsang talks based on them from the time of Kabir up to the living present. I call this lineage clarity, and that's one of the goals I have in presenting the path of the masters, the teachings of the saints. Please visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. There is a donate button at the website. There are links to my blogs, social media as well, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, where you can read daily spiritual quotes. Links to podcasts available for free on demand also can be found at the website spiritualawakeningradio.com. If you'd like to receive a copy, a link to the Anurag Sagar that you can read for free or download from the web, my booklet on the origins of Santmat, or Guru Lineage Chart, a chart of the family tree of masters from the time of Kabir up to the living present, Send me an email at this address, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. Or send a text message to this number, 508-603-9381. 508-603-9381. Tune in again next week at the same time for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.